This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know if this has happened to you, Chris, but when I have beef with somebody, mm-hmm. there, I always see them more often than I do when I don't have beef with someone. Oh, for sure. For some strange reason, the person that I have beef with mm-hmm. has just shown up in my life a billion times more Ugh. than normal. Ugh. A billion times more than normal. So you came over this weekend. Mm-hmm. You I saw did. you saw my gaping hole. It's a it's a yeah, it's a gaping hole above your kitchen. Kitchen. Yeah. Your oven, your stovetop. Yes, because like three weeks ago now, there was a huge rainstorm and the uh place above me leaked down, ruined my ceiling. Mm-hmm. And so to fix that, they put a gaping hole in my ceiling, which went up to like I came home one day they didn't warn me of this I came home on a Friday right before the holiday mm-hmm. look up and there is a like three foot by three foot hole in my ceiling and you can see about 10 feet up to the roof of the building mm-hmm. and there's just like dust it looked like yeah. an attic oh, like gross. if you had one of those attic doors that pulls down in your yeah. um in your hallway when you look up at the attic you see all the attic stuff that was because people don't live above me it's just like blank space and then it's just nasty. The building's built in the 30s, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so uh, I uh, <clears throat> we have as as residents a private Facebook group. Oh, is some shade thrown down on there? Not normally. Okay, but the building just changed management, and now we're seeing some like really oh. uncool stuff. <clears throat> so I could not believe that a place that charges that much in rent, mm-hmm. okay, because they do a lot, um, would just do that just put that giant hole there tell me that they have no way to fix it right now and i just have to wait you just gotta wait for your gaping hole to be fixed at their convenience at, well they need somebody to do something to the windows in the apartment above me apparently that takes six months i don't Ugh. really know and so um point of all of it is i went on there and complained <clears throat> about it just to see if anybody else had a negative experience mm-hmm. realized that a lot of people had the same experience which was great or bad i don't know and then my building had the audacity. They have a they have a Facebook. I mean, uh, sorry, they have an Instagram. A private. They have an Instagram to show mm-hmm. off their apartments. So there's apartments that are available. In the Instagram post, it's a picture of the maintenance man at the very top of the building, and it says, "Our maintenance is top notch." Ooh. So I took that, and then I took a picture of my gaping hole in my ceiling that I had to go get the painter to put that plastic above mm-hmm. it just painters tape it above it and it's been there for 13 days and so i was like hold on a second this has got to be a pun right top notch and because you know memes memes are ironic that's yes. what makes them funny the best ones create themselves basically exactly and i was like our maintenance is top notch and then a picture of this giant gaping hole <laughs> in my ceiling and that's how they fixed something 13 days ago so i was like he 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 i'll make a meme about this put it on the facebook group mm-hmm. which is closed and private mm-hmm. and i did and now man i see the maintenance man all the time Uh-oh. and he is not friendly with me 
you, you don't know for sure if he's seen this or not? I don't know for sure if he's seen it or not, but I mean, obviously this is my Catholic guilt mm-hmm. as well, but I just don't know. I've never seen this man before ever, right? He's been working here for months and now I see him 45 times a day. Sometimes he's just like in my bathroom and I'm like, what the hell are you doing in here, man? <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. But I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. It would be different if, it, if what I put was not true. Mm-hmm. I just took one thing and took another thing and put them both together to compare them. So that's how I justify it in my mind. I'm like, oh, no. Should I go in there and take down that Facebook post where I was like, guys, look at this. Because, you know, I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to make friends yeah. with people that live in my building. Um, and people thought it was funny. They were laughing at it. It was hilarious. But, you know, I don't know. It's a problem with Facebook. But, but again, it's all true. Mm-hmm. It's all true. It's not like I'm... So, you know, when you experience that, when you... The, my gaping hole? <laughs> Your gaping hole? My gaping hole. But when you... You're like your maintenance man. Mm-hmm. You said you never saw him... No, never. Ever. And now all I do is run into him all the time. There's a name for that. What? It's the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Where you're avoiding something, so you're looking, so all of a sudden you see it all over the place? Yeah, like when you a friend tells you about it, a, a band you've never heard of, and all of a sudden you go to a garage sale and you see their album pop up, and then you see them on the commercial for a, a car, and you're like, how have I never seen them and now they're all over the place? Wait a minute. I think we need to look a little bit deeper into that because that's that's very interesting. Yeah. I also appreciate you searching something like that just so I feel a little bit less crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you never run into somebody accidentally? Well, I mean, I like, like what do you even have beef with anyone ever? My beef runs mm. more vertically. I, I can easily. What? <laughs> Sorry, anytime there's a long space, Buzz family, I think you've, I think you, Buzz family in the car, are doing the same exact thing that I'm doing. What did he just say? Do I understand that? Then you think about it, you don't, and that's all what happens in that about two mm-hmm. or three seconds of silence, and then we ask. Sometimes as I'm speaking, I don't have control over the words that are coming out of my mouth. No. I mean, it, as a person in radio, you feel like you should be able to. No, 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 no. no? Definitely not on this radio station, well, no. Have you listened to the afternoon <laughs> show? Have you listened to Laszlo? <laughs> That's not a dig. He's, no, he's, they're great. great. Yeah, I'm They've just saying. they me everything I've known. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, back to the vertical thing. Yeah. What? Well. Your beef is vertical? Means that, like, it'll happen quickly, and then I'll get over it. It'll, it'll just be there, and then just slide away, and then I, I get over things way too quickly and I forgive way too quickly. So do I because I don't understand beefing and holding things back but this is like fix the damn gaping hole. Fix my gaping hole. Please. You definitely have some reason to be more upset because it's not just like some little surface thing like you're talking about a deep gaping hole in your living environment. Yeah and by the way sent you a video this weekend after you left my house. Oh! It, the gaping hole everyone there is plastic over the top of it just thin plastic right mm-hmm. I don't know it's not saving us Blanche and I from our asbestos breathing and all that <laughs> stuff but uh, it was breathing. That was terrifying. There was no the air conditioner wasn't on there was no air being go- going in or out of the apartment right no windows were open or anything but the hole the, the, the plastic was just going like and I know that can be explained with air pressure, but the fact that you 
were in that place and you, it literally looked like on the ring when that black yeah. energy would come out of the corner right. and just start to... I, I couldn't even finish it. Like, I literally screamed out loud when you showed me that video. And it was during the day. I sleep there with that. I, I'm telling you, though, we, like, uh, the last time I did mushrooms, um, which are now going to be legal in Oakland. We'll talk about that story in the news at 7. This is, uh, the last time I did those, I found the portal to hell. And that was in a house in Seattle that has since been knocked down. Good. Now, I think the portal to hell is in the ceiling of my kitchen. It's transferred and followed you? Yeah, it's breathing. Gaping holes shouldn't breathe. No. I would move. No, I love that apartment. I love that apartment. I I live there's younger people that live on the, the, the lower floors and I you know, I if I have to go to those floors to get in and out of the building, I hear them partying all the time. Mm-hmm. I come upstairs to my floor, it's me and a bunch of sixty year olds and we love it. We talk about how that. we never hear each other and it's amazing. Quietness is very important to me. So I guess I guess to live in a quiet apartment. I don't mind also living with the portal to hell, the new portal to hell. Can you become friends with the energies that are now invading your space? Should I? I mean, I want to know if they're wearing Victoria area clothing. Thank you, because all ghosts are from the 1800s. Mm -hmm. You know what? You need to come over. We need to do a seance before they close this hole up. Yes, please. Before they they close my gaping hole up. What was the name of that thing again that you said that was when you run, when you notice something after you've. Been it is the it. Braden Meinhof phenomenon. Okay, hold on a second. I've got, I've got a yeah 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 song that is like my absolute favorite, mm-hmm. and it's called Phenomenon. Ooh. This is, if ever a song were to be my walkout song, you know, like if you're in a sporting like event, like in the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, all right, this is the song that plays, and then I got to walk out and kick somebody's butt. Then. It would be this one for me, the song called Phenomenon. And since we're talking sports, if you sit through my walkout song, you'll score yourself tickets to the Royals game right after. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. Gosh darn, I love that song. That was incredible. That is a yeah, 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 B-side. Oh, but I, I love just the guitar. It's a real buildup. I think it's a great walkout song, and if I were to play a sport or wrestling. Yeah, I can totally see that on the, the big screen, and you walking down all in the crowd and looking at, I can totally see yeah, that. But we get to the ring, mm-hmm. right? My song stops, and then I actually have to wrestle. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, no, my wrist hurts. Oh, no, my <laughs> wrist from carpal tunnel, I can't fight. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> big buildup, and then, nope. Mm-hmm. My wrist hurts, carpal mm-hmm. tunnel. So, played that song because it is, that's my favorite sports it's a song that reminds me of sports. Plus, it's just such a good song, especially in the morning. Uh, I got a pair of tickets. Actually, it's not a pair. How do you... Quattro? Uh, Uno, dos, tres, quattro. Uh, got quattro. A quad of tickets? Yeah, four tickets to tonight's Royals versus Red Sox game. And I'd like to give these out to the first caller that has the guts to call in and just scream, take me out to the ball game. Ooh. As loud as humanly possible. I don't care where you are. Tell, well, tell us where you are. And then I want to hear you scream, Take me out to the ball game. I like that. Just, you know, scream, wake you up this morning. Yeah. Might as well. So. I, need, I need some high energy, not too loud in the decibels, but screaming. Not too loud in the de- Well, we can turn down the volume. I just want to hear somebody like go crazy. Okay. Just be like, take me out As loud as you can do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Five, seven, six, seven, ninety six, five. First caller. Screaming, take me out to the ball game. So hopefully caller one gets tickets to the Red Sox versus Royals game tonight. 
Use the hashtag BuzzFamilyCreep when you post today. Maybe Jordan will talk about your post tomorrow at 6.30. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Where are you right now? Um, State City. State City? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you, do you want to go check out the Royals game tonight? I would love to. Okay, I need you to do one thing. Did you hear what I what I asked to do on the radio? Scream, take me out to the ball game. Yeah, give give me it, please. It's a Wednesday. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Bum, 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 bum. Find me some feet out to I don't care if I ever get back to this room. If they don't win, it's a shame. One, two, three, three, three. That was incredible. I love you. What? What is your name, my friend? Riley. Riley. Thank you so much. Have a great day, my friend. You made ours. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from six to nine on the bus. So, what time did it? Did the show slash Thing the show out? got over about 10.30. Okay. I got in the car about 10.32. Okay, wow. That's pretty I fast. I left the parking lot at about 11. That's about right. Left, got home about 11.20. Jeez. And then I had a bowl of Fruity Pebbles by 11.40. Okay. And then I think I was in bed by 11.45. Wow. When I That's a set, fast bowl of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> when I set my alarm, it said, you've got four hours and 33 minutes till it goes off. Uh, I felt that this morning. <laughs> what is it? There's a, a sweeper that goes, this is the morning show. I feel like it, could sh- it should say, welcome to the morning show. If you want to do something during a school night, you are going to be tired the next morning. Yep. It's just, it's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. But people have been doing it for a million years. I suppose I can do it for one. Year? No, well, for one, one day. event. Yeah, okay. one event. Yes, okay. That sounds good. I was about to say, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'll never me. leave you, Jordan. Good. Thank you. So yesterday, <clears throat> you had to make the horrible first world decision. Uh, it, it was it was a dilemma back and forth. Between going to Hosier mm-hmm. or... Adam Sandler. So you asked your, you asked us, mm-hmm. the, the the Stacey, Dustin, and myself, where you should go. Stacey had some strong comments. She sure did. She was like, "He's even still a thing." Right. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Don't don't disrespect Mr. Sandler that way, please. But you went to you went to the comedy show concert. What do you? You went to a the show comedy concert show. There yeah. was some singing. There was some. There was some singing. There okay. was some talking. Some some comedy going on. Wow. Okay. I can't wait for your for your um, uh, assessment of this. But it was at Silverstein Eyes Center's arena in yes. Independence. Yes. I told my wife where it was, and she's like, but I don't need glasses. I'm like, no, we're going to the arena. We're going to the arena. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, this is where Billie Eilish is going to be on Friday as well. So how was the venue? Because I've, ne- I've never been there. I'm it sure looks small for Billie Eilish. Knowing really? how she is blowing up. Up in the world. Originally, it was a smaller venue. I think it was a Midland. It was like a two thousand. Midland is smaller than Silverstein. Silverstein, I believe, was like five. It's like five thousand. I bet she could probably do twice that. Right. That's yeah. well. That's what happened. Is she planned this whole tour, and then pre-sale tickets were so popular mm-hmm. that then they just bumped every like every show up to 
double the size of that. It's still sold out. It's got to be a good feeling. It, yeah, it better be a good show. Oh, talk, yeah. about, talk about the pressure but at, on a 17-year-old girl, but we'll get to right. that at some other point. Because if Stacey Moody said that... Adam Sandler is still a thing, asking that in a rude way. Mm. And you went to the actual show last night. It was a big part of my childhood in the 90s. Was, how was the turnout? It, well, at the beginning, they were at, well, Rob Schneider went on. He was a special guest. Mm-hmm. And he the, there was still like 24% of the seats still open. I'm like, that seems kind of mm. a lot. But during that, it definitely filled up. And by the end of Rob Schneider's set, it was, it was a packed house. Okay, so, so Stacey Moody's wrong. Yes. Okay. Yes. People were loving it. Yes. It was a great night. Okay. Okay. And then you, as you just did a little glimpse into it, you seem to, you have like a clinical review of things. Mm-hmm. When I go to a concert, I'm like, oh, it was bleeping awesome. My <laughs> neck hurts from like head banging. I can't, my, there's ringing in my ears. I might have tinnitus, but like, I don't know. I don't care. It was a great time. They played all my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. That's how most people review. Most people. Concerts. I'm definitely not most people. No, you do it. I've in got, your own unique way. I've got a slightly different variation of how I see the world than the most people. Right. And we're going to do that. We're going to hear your review of the Adam Sandler comedy show last night at Silverstein Eye Center Arena. We're going to hear that coming up in eight minutes on the bus. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. For the moment, we mm-hmm. will call it Chris's clinical concert review. I like that title. Because you view the world so differently mm-hmm. than most people. Again, I've, when we go to concerts, <laughs> me and most, pe- most people, love the song, it was great, the opening act was awesome, I uh, headbanged, I got a little drunk, got pushed around in the mosh pit, blah, blah, blah. That's how we do a review. That uh, is not how nope. you do a review. Not at all. At all. And we learned this when you reviewed Tool mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, there was a big flume of <laughs> pot smoke as we walked in. And I probably shouldn't have brought my pregnant wife. If I, qu- I think that that's that was exactly. very good. I loved the your interpretation of that. That was hopefully exactly what you said, and I didn't yes. take you out of context. That's how I felt. But the moment that you described the, the tool show like that, I knew that there was something different about you, and that you need to go to these events and tell us what they were like in your own words. Done. Chris. So last night you were at Adam Sandler. Okay. With right. special guests. Rob Schneider. Okay, so tell us, give us, give right. us your review of the. So I wanted show. to leave the house by seven twenty. Mm-hmm. So I told my wife we needed to leave by seven. And oh damn! <laughs> oh, is that how it starts? <laughs> yeah, that's how. Shoot. And she said we we're going to get there too early. I'm like, don't worry, just plan on leaving the seven. So we, as we're leaving the house at seven twenty two, I give her a little snarky look and like she just tells me to shut my mouth because yeah. she knows that yeah. I'm right. I was like, what? See? I was like, see, I told you, if we, if I would have told you 7.20, it'd be 7.40. And before we left, she, yeah, I, I stopped that argument with her because my wife is right. Right. Yeah. Right. Happy wife, happy life. She's pregnant. She it is. It may take her five extra minutes to get ready, Chris. <laughs> There's a baby growing inside of her, sitting on like her bladder and stuff. Which is funny because during one of the songs, Adam uh, talks or sings about how slow the women are to get ready. Oh, God. Anyway. Oh, so it fit perfectly. It, it fit, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Anywho. Whatever. So we arrive at the eastern part of the metro where the Silverstein Arena is located. Okay. The line to get on the off-ramp or off the on-ramp, mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is, is long. And she said, well, I guess you were right. The line's, line's already long. I'm glad we have plenty of time. I'm like, see? Planning. Uh your husband is always right. <laughs> I know your wife. She would not let. If she were here right now, you wouldn't be saying these things. Probably not. Mm-mm. 
All right. It sounds so big on the radio. <laughs> That's not what it's like at home, guys. So we get uh, into the arena, and I'm kind of surprised at the lack of the cannabis smoke. And I figured really? there'd be at least a little bit, but none. Mm-hmm. But I guess probably best with the pregnant wife. All right. Yes. Good. So Rob Schneider opens up. Increases the energy of the crowd by about 65%, and everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. How do you gauge that, Chris? (laughs) It's it's just an internal gauge that just kind of just gives me the proper percentage. Okay, sure. Keep going. He makes some jokes about how everybody and their mom offers them barbecue. Crowd loves that. Anytime you mention the barbecue in Kansas City, you get the the crowd roaring. Mm -hmm. And then, let's see. Adam Sandler kind of came out to a little fanfare. Rob said, "Are you guys ready for Ro- or for Adam Sandler?" And of course, of course we are. And that this, the, as he says that, this familiar silhouette is coming across the stage, and it's like that's Adam Sandler. Yeah. And then once the the light, yeah, billows through the smoke in the crowd and lights up the whole crowd, just goes insane. Of course, it's Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. This is our our '90s childhood, our star. Mm-hmm. And see, so he comes across the stage, the crowd uproars and cheer, and gives a Sandman. A proper Casey greeting. The Ope? Nope, nothing. Mm. Keep going. Okay. Never mind. He does some familiar stand-up comedy in the Sandler style. The crowd is having a great time. I have a few hard belly laughs where it hurts a little, which is always what you're going for. Mm -hmm. Could be those chicken strips from that casino, though. He starts the guitar riff and is really jazzed and the plays up. He's got some skill when it comes to the sixth string. He's, I was enjoying that a lot. Okay, my, my favorite part of the night was the tribute to Chris Farley. Okay. I was literally choking back and holding back tears the entire song. You Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You have not cried yet at either of the sonograms of your first child. Mm-hmm. Correct. But you cried... Oh, it, it about was, a Chris Farley tribute. Oh, it was. I, I could. He's been feel, gone since like ninety four. Ninety seven. I could feel the emotion from from Sandler. Just he was missing his missing his buddy. Okay. My my chin was trembling. My eyes were moist. It took me <sighs> everything for me to hold back and not to burst into tears. And even now, thinking about the passion and the friendship that those two had, it was very emotional. That song alone was worth the night. Wow, that brings you to tears. Yeah, wow. it, it, it was. I, I could feel the love that Adam had for Mr. Farley, and he said that the song felt good. The crowd was enjoying it, and they gave him the. It, ooh, he they played. They your eyes are welling up. They showed some pictures of Farley, and he was Adam was playing some some just like the melody on the jazz going back and forth, and just going through the holy cow, holy what you are not crying no, the, the at period. Adam Sandler from last night, but you I don't totally cry about him. Your- the periods of, you could, uh, You guys, I, his face is red. Oh, I my God. I can't even finish this right now because. You're kidding me right now. You haven't <laughs> cried about the fact that your wife is having your child, your first <sighs> child. You love your wife. Your, your face is red and you're crying I, right I now. Could, Adam I couldn't Sandler's. even do it with, with that video, with him playing him. Oh, it's, oh, it's bringing me back. Christopher. Uh, it was a, It was an emotional song. <laughs> And it hit me. I've never cried at a concert like that, but the, I don't know what it was, but the, the age that I was when hearing that. Oh. <laughs> my I can't baby. finish it. Okay, that's okay. You don't have to do the review anymore. Uh, Are you glad that you went to... Oh, so glad. ...to Adam Sandler versus Hosier? Completely. And the Stacey Moody, a dumb 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's yes. A, a I'm, dumpy and raw. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm so happy right now and. <sighs> yeah. I haven't seen you like this. I'll give you. I'm. I'm very. I'm so happy to see some emotion. Right. But it is very you'll, odd. You'll never know what it comes out to, but no. that song it that did it for me. This gonna. Hit. <laughs> I'm gonna hit this button now. Okay. I love you. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. In Boston, mm-hmm. I know anybody that read the news this morning that has already read the news would be like, yeah, I knew that she was going to talk about this. In Boston, I'm the only thing we're going to talk about for the next couple of minutes. Uh, what's going on in Boston? The straight pride parade. What? Right. It is. Uh, it's Pride there. This. I had you look up the dates. May yeah. f- the, the Pride week is May 31st to June 10th, and then the festival whole thing's all this weekend. Yeah, in Boston. Wow, yeah. what a long way. We just got to the, t- we just finished uh, Casey Pride Fest here, which was beautiful, amazing, broke a ton of records. Mm-hmm. And um, now three dudes in Boston have filed a discrimination complaint with the sa- with the city um, saying that it's discriminatory that there is not a straight pride parade. I wish you could hear my eye roll. Uh, that same here. Same here. So the tentative date is August 31st for the Boston Straight Pride Parade. Now, hold on. I got to tell you some things. Here's the thing. Okay. Pride used to have to be about your sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've even made the mistake because I've been going to them for 20 years. When we talked about it on Monday, I accidentally twice called it gay pride when it is not. It is about who you are on the inside. And I made that mistake and I'll own it right now because I know somebody will go back in the podcast and see that. Mm-hmm. And that was just totally a mistake. Pride used to have to be about your sexual orientation. It was illegal to be gay. All states decriminalized homosexuality by 1973. You mean 1673? <laughs> no, they were definitely getting <laughs> hanged and stuff like that in the it's 1600s for that. But 1973, like since my parents have been alive. That's insane. Only a couple of years before, okay, a decade before I was <laughs> born, it was illegal to be gay in all the states, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason that pride started happening originally was to stop making it taboo. Stop making it illegal and stop making it taboo. And then it took a long time to stop making it taboo. And, you know, gay marriage, uh, same-sex marriage is only a couple years old at Mm -hmm. this point, right? But now Pride is turning into a celebration about exactly who you are because there's so much more to the community. Yeah. There's uh, trans, bisexual, pansexual. You saw... I think it was you and your wife where you saw a specific flag with colors um, that someone was wearing, and then you started noticing the flag all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we Googled it because I didn't even know what that flag stood for, and it stood for pansexual, um, just loving someone for who they are. I just love the fact that, yeah, the, the, we're all humans, and we're all the, from, the biggest thing that I got out from the Pride is just everyone, doesn't matter what you are, who you are, who you love, where you love, love each other. Right. Show kindness. Right. At, yeah. And acceptance. That's it. I mean, there lots of straight people at Pride Fest yeah. this weekend. Because, again, yeah, it originally was about the sexual orientation because it had to be because it was illegal. Because, because you could be murdered legally in some places for, for, for being that way. Right. Yeah. So it I mean, blows my mind. There's a lot of uh, psychological, you know. Uh, trauma that happens to people, the pioneers in all of this, but mm-hmm. they fought through it, created an event to tell people, no, we're not going to shut up. We're not going to hide. This is who we are. 
and yeah, it used to be about your sexual orientation, but now it's about just being who you are. I so love that. that's why I have an issue with the Boston Straight Pride Parade mm-hmm. because that's never been illegal to be straight. You've never had to quietly screwed off with the, your heteronormative sexual lovers. You could do that all in Romeo and Juliet. There were even stories about it, but right. So Boston Straight Pride Parade. Tentative date. Here's the thing. It says August 31st. I feel like this is going to be like, you know, when every couple months they say there's going to be a new artist that has passed away that's going on a hologram tour. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be the same exact thing where it's not even really going to happen, but they want to steal some of the thunder. They want to steal some of the excitement of the fact that it's going on right now. And, uh. And they will. They do. This is one of the biggest news stories that everyone's talking about today is the Boston Straight Pride Parade. Tentative date, August 31st. So will that be canceled or will they have like 12 people go to that? Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. There there are a lot of cheap shots taken at this on BuzzFeed. I won't get into them Mm -hmm. because I I, I don't like going into the cheap shot section of this, um, but just really exposing the exact emotion and the facts for people to make their own decision about it. But maybe people didn't know that that are listening to the buzz right now, that originally it used to be about your sexual orientation, but now it's just about being who you are, loving who you love, and just being a kind human being. Mm-hmm. That's why they added those two colors yeah. to the flag. They added uh, they added black and tan hmm. to the pride flag to represent people of color, because that is also something that people need to just stop being such jerks right. about. What year is it? Anyway, yes. That, so this one goes out to um, hmm. Boston. She says Titanic is her favorite movie, but she hasn't been to the museum in Branson yet. Jordan Silver and Friends. Um, this is 7.30 on Wednesdays always start with me making that sound. Mm-hmm. It's mortified. It's where we bring in something from our past to read to, A, make the Buzz family laugh because mm-hmm. we're so different now, and B, to kind of give a little bit of a backstory of who we are. Yeah. Because, you know, we're still relatively new to people. Mm. Most of the time, I wasn't really embarrassed when I brought in my crappy bands and played them. Mm-hmm. That was really embarrassing. Sometimes I'll bring in something that's just, I don't know, I feel like it explains more than it is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like the letter last week that I wrote my grandparents. Yeah. But I feel like that's a really important precursor to what I brought in today, which is absolutely mortifying. I mean, to the T. The most embarrassing? One of the most embarrassing things. It is a love letter to the first girl that I had a crush on. You wrote this love letter to a girl. Mm -hmm. And you have it? Right. Because this is me. (laughs) Okay. I feel like what I did was I probably, it's typed. I probably printed one for her. And then kept one for my records. <laughs> that is something that I would do. You need to work at the National Archives. So I would love just to. Constantly mm, mm. documenting facts. I love stuff like that. Mm. One day I'll tell you about the project that I did to get to this point. But, yes, please. Uh, but right now I'll just keep it in the sense that I went to college and last week wrote uh, read a letter that I wrote my grandparents. And at one point in the letter it said... Um, I'm really tired because I spent all last night, quote, studying mm-hmm. with a friend. Ooh. And then the, the whole thing for a week was like that I kept thinking was, why would I write that to my mm-hmm. grandparents? Why do I need to put, quote, studying? Were you not truthful? I don't know. I still, to this day, I don't know why I needed to put that in there. Possibly I was bragging in a way. 
<laughs> Grandparents, just to let you know, <laughs> I am studying. No, studying, quote studying. Studying. Yeah, yeah. You read into that, Grandma, how you would, how you <laughs> will. Uh, I won't talk to my par- my own parents about this, but I'll talk to you about it. So I was really perplexed by what I was talking about because I can remember a lot of my past, and that just seemed to hit uh, a spot that I couldn't remember. So mm-hmm. I went back in some journals, and I found about the time oh. that... I wrote that letter. Yeah. So I Ooh. I pieced it all together. Okay. I know who I was talking about, and it was about the first girl crush that I had. <gasps> and ironically, her name was Ellen. Oh. And so right after this, I'm gonna get the guts. How old were you? Eighteen. 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 This had been two thousand one before my birthday. So I was a freshman, not a sophomore, like I said last week. Um, I was a freshman in college and didn't know about this thing inside of me didn't know what it was mm-hmm. until I met Ellen. Basically, Ooh, this burning desire inside you. Mm, this 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 confusing feeling that I couldn't label or understand. Okay, just this like inner turmoil that I couldn't explain. Pinpoint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which ended up just just the fact that, that I am gay. That was it. <laughs> that was it. It was real great when it happened. It was like the most amazing moment when I realized that what it was. But yeah, it, this girl that I wrote this love letter to is the first person. The first girl crush that I ever had. Oh, and Jordan. it sounds pretty unrequited. Mm. So that's just a little foreshadowing into the love letter that I'm reading for more Mortified coming up right after the Beastie Boys. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday. Except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Mortified. Uh, I'm going to do this. So I, uh, <laughs> I wrote a girl... First, first girl that I ever had a crush on uh, wrote her a little love letter, but it, it was like I couldn't tell if she liked me back. Mm-hmm. And so, I, again, I don't know why I specifically have one copy of this. I think it was because I printed her one, and then I saved one for my own records. But I have a, a letter that I wrote to Ellen, first girl that I had a crush on. And um, it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get it going. There we go. There we go. Okay, here we go. That's our that's our mortified music. I wrote this when I was 18. Well, I wrote this when I was 18 uh, about a girl. Then so I met Ellen when she sat down next to me at the uh, the uh, the cafeteria in college, okay? Okay. Here we go. Here's a letter from 2001. Ellen. The time you and I spent together is the most precious that I've spent with someone, even factoring out the fact that I like you. It's the way that you laugh at my stupid jokes, go along with my stupid ideas, and you make me feel so comfortable being exactly who I am. Hmm. You sitting next to me at lunch that day was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Whoa. Good old college. Yeah. Good old, like, first loves. It's just someone sitting next to you at a cafeteria. Falling in love with them. Mm-hmm. I wish you could say something, do something, wear something, or start to smell bad. So I can stop liking you. 18 years old. This is my love letter. I wish you could stink so I would stop liking you. But I can't help it. Okay, this part is real weird. Uh, you could get in an accident and I would still like you just as much. What the hell? My my creepy side, which, which the Buzz family has heard before, like mm-hmm. my weird like homicidal side, um, has not really come out yet because I haven't dated a certain girl that it's really creeping brought it out. out. But yeah, there are little pieces of that that I'm seeing in here. Okay, so my, back to my love letter to Ellen, my first girl crush. 
Sorry, that accident line. <laughs> if you got an accident, I'd still like you. But I can also I can't say that I wish I never felt this way about you because that would be denying my feelings. As I laid on Marilyn's couch, I wondered what wasn't special about me and what was special about everyone else. Then I asked what was special about you, and I came to the conclusion that I don't know. I don't know what's special about you. This is this is a love letter, by the way. Maybe. So it's that I just can't put into words mm. that it's everything about you. Oh. Okay. So I like I went back and I kind of fixed You're that. You're redeeming yourself. Mm-hmm. This is be- beautiful. You say it's not good timing, but there isn't such a thing. Things like this can't be timed. They just <laughs> happened. I'm a hopeless romantic and I love to love. I won't be part of a short, pointless relationship with no emotion, no internal feelings or anything. Love is like a race. Most attack, but I chase. Uh, apparently, I'm writing a rap here. <laughs> love is like a race, must attack, but I chase. Love is like a race, must attack, but I chase. Love is like, okay, wow. All right, all right, sorry. This is this is avoiding, by the way. My therapist would be like, this you're avoiding incredible. reading the last part of this. Okay, this is my love letter to the first girl crush that I can't I wait had. to see where this goes or ends or hmm. what the next chapter of this is. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> you're really good looking, and I'm sorry, but I think that most people want to get in your pants. That's not me. I want to get in your heart. <laughs> Love is like a race, most attack, but I chase. You're really good looking, and I'm sorry, but most people want to get in your pants. That's not me. I want to get in your heart. Oh, my. I'm not sure how you really feel about me. So if in the end I only get to warm my hands as a friend by the fire in your heart, then that's what I will take. You sound like a 17-year-old boy. I was an 18-year-old lesbian. (laughs) But Ellen, here, this is the end. Before you close me out forever, do this one thing for me. Close your eyes really tight and tell me whose face do you see? I just got really sad because I'm sure you don't see my face when you do this. But when I do it, all I see is you. Oh, man. This was the first love letter you wrote to a girl. I, honestly, it would probably be the first love letter that I ever wrote. Yeah, because I didn't write them to boys, that's for sure. I just didn't know what was going on there. Do you have any more love letters like with, that you wrote beyond that? Well, See, the thing is, the girl that I dated after this damaged me to such a point Ugh. where, and I had my own hand in it as well, by the mm-hmm. way, not all her fault, that now, then my love letters are like, I want to drink the blood I want to strangle you till you die and drink your blood out of your eye sockets. Like, that's the kind of love letters that this next girl that I would date mm. would, uh, would, would bring. But, but yeah, I mean, you could, it's gross. This was the first love letter you wrote. Yeah. And already it seems like she doesn't particularly seem too fond of you. No. See, this is the thing. I met Ellen in the cafeteria in college. Uh, this is when I was hanging out with boys. Mm-hmm. And then... She sits down next to me, and I was, I don't know, it was one of those things where I just felt like you I had... fluttered inside? Not necessarily. I just felt like I belonged for the first time. Okay. You know when you can't explain that, like, cosmic energy? Oh, completely. Like when you meet your, when you met your wife. Yeah. When we met. I was going to say when we met, but that meeting my wife would be more appropriate. No. It can be the same with us. Okay. But... Yeah, I couldn't help it. So then she brings me, she asked me to come to her um, dorm room to, to look at Salvador Dali paintings. Ooh. I do. It starts to <laughs> rain. I borrow an umbrella from her. And then when I bring it back, we start making it out to uh, Tracy Chapman. Perfect. And her name was Ellen. Ellen. This is, 
Yeah. But then it never went anywhere after that. Mm. She, mm. Was, she Did she have blonde hair, blue eyes? No. Maybe that was the problem. Probably. Maybe that was the problem. But yeah, that was my first love letter. It's just like, I don't know. It's probably for the best. It's not a love letter if you're sitting in there, I don't know, talking about how, I don't know, giving them, giving them the okay to not like you back. I don't know. I love how you ask her politely to close her eyes to, and ask what she sees. Right. Open it to you. Right. What do you do? What, what do you see when you do that right now? I just see the blood flowing. Mm. Do you know who I see? Me? No. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Sorry, buddy. Once she finished an 18,000 piece puzzle in 40 days. Wow. Someone really needs a life. Jordan Silver and Friends. Wow, that was a tough Why are you stuffing your mouth with that delicious looking brownie? Uh, I'm eating my feelings, man. That was a rough time <laughs> in my life, dude. That was a rough time. You want some brownie? I absolutely do. Okay, here's some brownie. You can have a little piece. I need of some it. after that emotional moment that I had earlier. That's right. Oh, man. We're having an emotional I'm, show. Right? I'm still trying to like dry my eyes to make sure because I, I can't. Sorry, the brownie's really good. Right? I have to stop reading the text line because people are just saying things and it's like. He just misses his friend. I, I can't read it. Moving on. Ah. Wow. We've had just an emotional day already. Yeah, that's, that's affected me way more than well, I thought. You're going to have so much more of this brownie mm. then. I forgot that, that you got upset. Again, we are going to have to at some point. There you go. Uh, oh, I don't need all that. Oh, no. Have you earned it. You, uh-huh. cried, you cried today on the show. Um, we're going to have to delve into the fact that, that um, and again, whatever makes you emotional, I, uh, I'm not making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I find it, I find it very interesting that, Adam Sandler doing a tribute to his friend would make you emotional, but not. I know the weirdest things I was trying to at my last wife's hologram. Like, shouldn't there be like some sort of tears coming out? No, but no. And then when Adam Sandler started singing about Chris Farley, Hmm. they just flowed. I'm I'm eating my feelings right now. Me too. This is really good. All right. Um, We'll be back. Yeah, let's be back. Mm-hmm. One time she developed carpal tunnel from writing in her journal about how much she hated her ex. Jordan Silver and Friends. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. My bad. I totally had fat fingers earlier, so let's do the news right now. You know what song that I'm, I haven't heard in a minute? What's that, Jordan? Panic at the Disco's High Hopes. I mean, it was like everywhere for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. I got kind of sick of it, but now I haven't heard it in a minute, so it's kind of weird. Well, that song just spent the most number of, so- of weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot Rock Song Chart. Oh, how many numbers was it? 31 weeks. 31 weeks of that song being number one and getting pushed in our face a lot. And it just beat the record set by 21 Pilots Heathens for 30 weeks. The songs that never go away. That's a long time. Hmm, should I play it? I don't know. We'll see. What, what do you have in the news? In Oakland, they decriminalized magic mushrooms. Although the drugs are still illegal on a federal level, this measure would push them down as a low priority for Oakland police and prosecutors. Hmm. 
I think this is a fantastic opportunity to explore research that needs to be done. Like what's going on inside the depths of your mind? I appreciate the benefit for what they are and don't think people should be put in prison for that. I go back to the fact that I found the portal to hell the Mm -hmm. last time I did it. And that's on me. And while I appreciate you want other people to not experience the portal to hell, you get to make that decision for them? I do not get to make that decision for them. Mm, Good luck. (laughs) Good luck, Oakland. The water in an Ohio town is pink. Mm -hmm. Listen. Village officials say a pump at the water treatment center malfunctioned, dumping in a large quantity of sodium permanganate into the water overnight. All right, something making the water pink, but they're saying that it's not dangerous. Oh. Sodium permanganate takes the iron and manganese out of the water, basically turning it into larger particles that filters can then remove before sending it on to homes and businesses. So something malfunctions, turns the water pink and... And, but you can still drink it. It's fine. People make fun of me because I have a ton of bottles of water next to my refrigerator. You do. I saw them. Right. And never trust sink water. After I've lived in some of the places that I've lived and the water turned the toilet red, oh. I only drink from water bottles, which will probably end up killing me more. Jordan, Silver, and Friends. Vulgarity is no substitute for wit. So there's this band coming to town next Tuesday, June 11th, at the Kaufman Center. And they are a group of... Uh, musicians that rotate their lineup when they play, so it's not the same musicians every single time. Uh, they do a lot of music improvisation, and we're talking to Sean, who plays the keyboard. Sean Martin, who plays the keyboards for Snarky Puppy right now. Yes, this is Sean. Sean, how are you doing? Doing good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for calling in. Are you in New York right now? I'm in, I'm in Dallas. Dallas. Oh, so we made you get up early. So I apologize. That's good. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, uh, you play keyboards for Snarky Puppy, going to be in town Tuesday, June 11th at the Kaufman Center. I was wondering, because this is such an interesting musical project, how did you get involved with Snarky Puppy? Oh, well, a lot of us, we all went to the same uh, college together, University of North Texas. And so mm-hmm. we would all kind of like play around town together. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of evolved and morphed into this thing that we've just been doing, you know, passionately for years. Mm-hmm. And I read that there were 30 musicians in like the full group. Is that is that right? No, there's actually 147. Whoa! That... No, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's, yeah, it's about oh, okay. 30. Sh- Sean, you're <laughs> pulling the rug out from underneath me. Okay, okay. So around 30 musicians known as the fam. So when you guys take on someone new, is there any kind of like hazing or initiation to actually get into the fam? Uh, oh. that, that could happen. No, no, okay. actually... Actually, everybody's really, everybody's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think just just playing the music of Starkey Puppy is hazing enough. Oh, damn! <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because you guys always—I mean, always on your feet. It's like imp- improvisation. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, the- oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, trust me. I've seen people thrown into the fire and they came out scorched. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's definitely a thing. If you can, if you can make it past some of these songs that Mike League writes. Right. You're good. Well, yeah, for real. For real. Like, have you ever had kind of like an off day where maybe you didn't get enough sleep and then you're just like on in front of thousands of people having to improvise? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens in life. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, it's probably going to happen today if you have a show and I made you wake up too damn early. Uh, Sean, Sean, with the rotating lineup of Snarky Puppy, how do you guys pick who plays which shows? Because it's not the same lineup every single show. Right. Well, so so basically, what happens is because of, because of so many of us, mm-hmm. and everybody has like their own thing going, you know. And people play with you know multiple artists, you know, mm-hmm. um, from gospel to to country to jazz to funk, rock, whatever. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that once once our management sends out a schedule, mm-hmm. we kind of all just go through our regular like our personal 
schedules and see what we can all do. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so, and so, you know, we just kind of, you know, mix, you know, mix and match, you know, according to that. And everybody's respectful of everybody's time and schedule. So, you know, you know, nobody's trying to be greedy and do all the dates. You know, nobody, right. you know, everybody, you know, everybody's real cool about it. So when it comes to, okay, but when it comes to, I mean, again, so many members of the, of the fam and then also so many shows, um, have you ever had a point where you had to like, I don't know, draw straws or, uh, I don't know, um, paper, scissors, rock to decide it? You know, you know what's funny mm-hmm. that I know of that, mm-hmm. hasn't, that, that hasn't happened yet. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm knock on wood. Okay. Yes. So I can make sure that. <laughs> yeah, because because I'm sure you play a mean game of paper scissors rock. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm the best. I'm from Texas, baby. We ain't got nothing but rock, paper, and scissors out here. <laughs> Sean, you're amazing. Starkey Puppy, you guys have won many Grammys. They're going to be playing on Tuesday, June 11th at the Kauffman Center. Still a couple tickets available. It's going to be a great musical improvisational night to go check out. Sean, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Starkey Puppy, Tuesday, June 11th. Tickets still available for the Kauffman Center show. Jordan Silver and Friends. She swears to God it's a back massager. Singular. Singular. I don't got a crystal ball. He's got, got no, no crystal, crystal ball. Ball. Not the plural of that. <laughs> he only Chris. has one crystal ball. That's it. Just one. Mm-hmm. Looking into it to do something not what you were <clears throat> thinking. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're kind of new yeah. to the to the scene, so I guess I'll let that one slide. A Look. sublime song from the 90s, you know? Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> it. that's it. I'm looking into my crystal ball. Mm-hmm. I'll shut up with things like that. Uh, I have a pair of, well, pair, another, do we figure a, it out? A quadruplet. Four tickets to the Royals versus Red Sox game tonight. And uh, still got to give these out before Jenny takes over for the 90s at nine. So if you would like to go, be color number six. 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 Okay. Five, seven, six, seven, ninety six, five. Thanks for letting us hang out with you today. Jordan Silver and Friends. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 